to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Chasers, this is Amy J, and thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 212 of Chasing Dreams. Guys, it is Christmas Day. Merry Christmas to all of you who celebrate and recognize today. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to everybody else. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Whether depending regardless of whenever you listen to this, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, this is this is gonna be an interesting episode. It's been a while since I've done a solo episode. And I really wanted to do one for the end of the year. I typically do one for the end of the year, but because we've switched to a bi-weekly podcast, um, I wasn't sure what to do because I know I don't air an episode the last week of the year because that would that I, I want you guys to spend it with your family. But then at the same time, this was gonna air on Christmas. So I was like, oh, do I push it off? Do I not? And I thought, you know, regardless of when you listen to this episode, I think it was an important episode to record. And so I wanted to do that. And so the episode is entitled Lessons from the Past. And there's a reason for that. I am really excited about 2020. 2020 is going to be an amazing year. I already speak that into existence. I don't know what it is. I just have this very confident, good feeling that 2020 is going to be the year of awesome. All right. It's just going to be the year of awesome for me, for you, for everyone. And, you know, as I was thinking about that, something like an epiphany occurred to me. And that was that, you know, I wouldn't have gotten here, but for all the years of struggle and learning and failures and mistakes that got me here. And, you know, as I was going through it, I was very frustrated, of course. Uh, but now looking back, on these many years, I'm thinking I was blessed to go through it. You know, if not for the mistakes I made, the lessons I went through, the trials and errors, I wouldn't be where I am today. And it's not necessarily where other people are, but I'm happy where I am. And so I wanted to talk to you guys about that. And so I, I came up with some lessons. I wrote them down. Yes. Uh, 10 lessons. 10 things we're going to talk about today. And so sit back, relax. I think a lot of it is going to be good for you because I think if you can learn from these lessons that I have made mistakes on, it's going to help you have a better 2020 and maybe even a better last week of 2019, right? It's never too late. You don't have to wait till 2020 to start and implement stuff. So listen to this and, you know, don't just listen, but take action. That's the second thing I need you to do is take action, all right? So let's go ahead and kick it off. Uh, I got a new Roadcaster Pro, and I'm very excited because it has sound effects, right? So like so much. <laughs> that, that's not, it's not that. Not, that was the wrong button. It's not that either, guys. There we go. Yes, I'm very excited about this new Roadcaster because it has sound effects. How cool is that? That's awesome. So we're, uh, it's still so new that I'm learning it. I don't know what sound effects to add in. As you can see, I'm still learning which buttons to press. But 
what we're going to do is uh, use a little bit of the sound effects to kick off each of the 10 things we're going to talk about. And at the end, as usual, at the end of the 2019, the thing I do is announce the theme for 2020. All right. So hang tight for that. I will share it. I promise. All right. Boom. Let's go to number one or number 10. We'll count down. Yeah, let's count down. All right. Number 10. You can't do it alone. Oh, guys, I have tried so many online courses. I've read books. I have gotten joined groups. I have done the gamut of things. And it's not that I regret them. I think I had to go through them. I had to go and see what these different experiences were. Right. But what I've learned is I'm a different type of learner and each of us is different. We, we learn and work the, the same different ways. Right. We're different. But I think the one thing that I have learned most recently, which I wish I had embraced this concept early on, was you need a coach. You need a mentor. You need someone to help you. And all of these online courses and guides and resources um, are typically self-paced. And the thing about self-paced, guys, is you got to do it. But who do you get that real-time feedback from? Right? And I should have learned this lesson. Um, I took, I'm being vulnerable here, for my very first bar exam, right? Because I did go to law school. I was going to take the California State bar exam, right? To be a lawyer in California. There was a job offer and I was going to do it. Um, I didn't have the job, but I was like, you know what? It's in California. Let me take the California bar exam. But I live in Maryland. And, you know, anyone who takes the bar exam, not many people recommend self-study at all. They recommend you get a coach that you get some help and you do it. Well, I took a course on an iPad. Now, don't go laughing at me and saying, what were you thinking? This was a, this worked for people. It was an online course that had an iPad for people to use and take the, the exam and practice the questions. The thing that with, with law school and the bar exam, regardless of the state is, there are essay questions typically. And, you know, you have to be able to write to that. You have to be able to follow how to do that. And so, you know, when you do, do an iPad course, an online course, you don't always get that real-time feedback. You don't get that, hey, this is how it's going for me, right? And I didn't pass, which, you know, was a blessing also. Uh, Sucked at the time, was a little, ugh, but I realized why. I didn't have a coach. I had self-paced study, which is not the same thing. I then took the exam again in Maryland with a coach, with a course that had live classes, that had um, feedback one-on-one with people. And I passed. Should have done that the first time, but I passed. And it was great. Um, But I should have learned my lesson then because I still took online courses. I still took classes. And there are some courses, guys, that were amazing. This year, I took a few that were great um, where the person who put the course together um, was actually there was a coach, gave time for you to ask questions, office hours, uh, one-on-one sessions. That's important. So I would say this. I don't have anything against online courses. Maybe down the road, uh, the stars align that I might do my own. But here's what I would do differently, and here's what I recommend you do. 
any online course you take, find one that has a component of coaching with it. There, It's huge finding someone to actually give you that real-time feedback and so that you don't just do it on your own and it's just willy-nilly. That's not going to do it for you guys. That's not going to help. Uh, I guarantee you that's not going to help, right? And And even more than that, one step further I would take is actually find a mentor or a coach to help you one-on-one. So, you know, I've been trying all my, all these years on my own, uh, taking courses and stuff like that. I've taken some great courses, right? Some I would definitely recommend. Uh, Lovey Ajayi's Do Better Academy for speaking. Recommend that. It's great. It's fantastic. I loved it. Um, you know, uh, Brand Builders Group, they have workshops. They also have a coaching program. Um, that's Rory Vaden and AJ Vaden. And I just signed up for their coaching and I'm loving it, guys. I'm making more progress and decisions that I didn't think about because I have someone by my side on monthly calls and available via email for me to get help. Right. It's making a difference. And, and I love that. Right. And so there are other courses that I've taken. There are other people that you you should, you know, I'd recommend you, you do. Um, but It's really up to you. You have to find what fits and works for you and find a mentor. Find someone who can help you and guide you on your journey. It's not all about business, right? It's not all about that. Find a big brother, a big sister, someone you can go to to give you advice, to give you feedback. Bottom line, though, at the end of the day and at the end of a decision, you have to own it. You have to make that decision, not them, not other people, you, right? So, Number 10 is you can't go in alone, find a coach or a mentor, right? That's huge. That's important. That's learn from my mistakes because I didn't. It took me how many years before I was like, duh, Amy, get a coach, right? So now I do. I love it. It's great. Check back in with me at the end of 2020. We'll see how it goes. But so far, a few months in, I'm doing things I didn't think I'd do, doing things I didn't do before. I've had better clarity. And that's important for me. So that's number 10. Number nine. uh, Yeah, it's the journey, not the goal. All of us and and me included, right? There's a reason I didn't I didn't call this podcast the dream or, you know, catch the dream. It's called chasing dreams. And that's because, you know, I think subconsciously also it's always been important to me that you focus on the journey and not the goal. Right. You you work towards your dreams. If you achieve them, that's fantastic. And I'm so happy for you and proud of you. But sometimes you don't reach it. And that's okay because it's not about that goal. That goal is the cherry on top. That goal is is all the extra love and, and joy you get, right? But it's the journey that should be just as invigorating. That's the, it's the journey that should be just as joyful as the goal, right? Yeah, there's training, there's work, there's absolutely all this hard stuff, but you should be enjoying the journey at the same time. Highs, the lows, all of it. If you are passionate about something enough, regardless if it's a business, if it's a trade, if it's a hobby, if it's a craft, if it's a sport, whatever, you should be enjoying what you're doing. And if you're not, then you need to reevaluate, is this the dream for me? Is this what I should be doing? Because if you're focused only on that goal, 
if your eyes are blinders to that goal, and I know people give that that ex- analogy, you know, have blinders on, chase that dream, do it, and don't be distracted. I I agree, but I think there's a time and place that, of, that you have to keep in mind because if you are solely focused on one thing, you may lose other things along the way, right? If you're so focused on a goal that you neglect your relationships, you neglect your family, you neglect your finances. When you get to the top, when you reach that goal, who's going to be there beside you, right? The journey, you can't go on and alone. I told you, you got to have a coach. You got to have a mentor. You got to have a support system, right? I, let's add that on to 10. You have to have a support system. All of those things go to the fact that you can't, you can't go on this journey alone. You can't dr- chase your dream by yourself. Anyone who does, once they get there, you may regret what you had, and that's going to taint your reach of that goal, right? I don't want that for you. I don't. I want you to have blinders on to chase your dream and focus, but I want you to remember it's not about just that goal, that journey. That's. I guess I, I'm not a big fan of the blinders because I think you have to have people. I think I think the the analogy of having blinders on and focusing on your goal is apt, but I think there's a time and place. You can't realistically forget the people in your life. You shouldn't because again, it goes to your mental health and we'll talk about that because you know that came on my list. All right. So it's about the journey, not just the destination, right? You need to have experiences. You need to have things that keep you going. You need to have time with family. You need to have time with your friends. That's what I want you to keep in mind. All right. So keep that one in mind there. It's about the journey, not just the goal itself, not just the dream itself right? It's the experiences that get you there, that make you look back on that dream chase and think, yeah, wow, what an amazing adventure this was, right? And the other thing is, if you hate yourself as you're doing this dream chase, just killing yourself over it and, and something were to happen and you couldn't chase your dream anymore, I don't want you to be regretful, right? Some people don't reach their dream, but they have no regrets about the dream chase. And that's for a variety of reasons, right? So that's also why you should be starting today to chase your dream. So number nine is it's about the journey, not the end. All right. So number eight is this one's hard. This one's hard for all of us. I want you to allow yourself the grace to make mistakes. Allow yourself the grace to make mistakes and keep moving. A lot of us take time and beat ourselves up after we make a mistake. It's just, it's hard not to. It's hard for us to to not. I'm trying to keep my Santa hat going. If you don't see, if you are on YouTube, I have a Santa hat, guys. Check it out. We have a YouTube channel. See that? Um, Yeah. So allow yourself the grace to make mistakes because we are the worst critics. We are our worst enemies. We are the ones that hold ourselves accountable to standards that are just unbelievably high. And when you make a mistake, you just, you beat yourself up and then you hold yourself back. You're like, I don't deserve it. It's not me. I got to punish myself somehow, some way, probably for a week, a weekend. Don't. It's okay to make mistakes. 
you would forgive someone else who made a mistake. I want you to forgive yourself. Just as easily as you forgive someone else, forgive yourself. That's, that's all there is to it. Don't hold it over yourself. Don't, don't punish yourself, right? Because it's easy and we often do it so quickly. We were just like, oh, I can't believe I did that. And it did. It happened. We got to let go, let God move on. Keep going. Right. It's one mistake. Don't make it. Don't make it last longer than it needs to. All right. Remember that. Allow yourself the grace to make mistakes. Um, I have a number of mine because I'm going backwards. It throws me off. Ten, nine, eight. Seven, number seven. This one's this one's big, kind of. It's, you know, find opportunities. Find opportunities for yourself along the way, right? Make opportunities. If there is no path for what you want to do, create the path yourself. I think a lot of people today, um, and I've seen it, I've experienced it, um, you don't understand the value and power in volunteering. The power in being an intern. Humble yourself and take a chance and ask somebody, hey, can I help you with something? Right? Because you don't know what will happen. We have a guest coming up uh, in February. She's amazing. Her story is fantastic. I don't want to give it away. Um you can learn a little bit more about her. I'll go ahead and give her a name. Tanisha Jackson Warner. She wrote a book, but her story is fantastic. And it goes to this. And it goes to create the opportunities. Don't take no for an answer in certain cases. And find a way. If they say, hey, we don't have the money for this, I'll volunteer. We don't have the position. Can we create that position? Right? Don't always stay in the box. Sometimes you have to think outside of the box. If there's no path where you want to go, get a shovel and start making a path, right? That's so important. We're so quick to accept the answer we're given that we don't push. We don't fight for ourselves. I want you to fight for yourself. All right. So here's, here's an example. Um, my new podcast producer, I have the podcast producer now. I'm very excited. Uh, Ruth. Ruth is someone who has been with me, I think it's almost three years now. Ruth is someone who doesn't have podcast producing experience yet, but Ruth started with me from the ground zero. She was, I was looking for someone to create audiograms, which are those little audio clips you guys see on social media. We'll get more out. I have them. I just haven't posted them because I'm bad at it. But she creates two minute, one minute, two minute um, audio clips from the podcast episodes with the guest picture on it. Right. It's awesome. When I posted for the job and said, hey, I'm looking for someone to make like 21 of these or some number of it. I said, here's where I'm where you would need to do it. Here's what you would do. If you're interested, let me know. I had probably tens of 10, I don't know, like 15 people right back of interest. Right. Ruth was the only one that took the chance to go to the website because I gave the I gave the link, create an account and give and create a sample and attached it with her with her uh, application and said, hey, is this what you're looking for? 
I was blown away by that initiative. Blown away. It said so much about her character. And so she worked. She got the job. She got the job. It was her first time doing it. It was the first job she had with me. And we kept on working. We kept on working together. And we did small things here and there. I began to trust her with my files. She would move stuff. She would do data entry. She just did whatever it was that was asked. I said, hey, Ruth, I have a job I'm going to apply, put out there, but I want to give you a first shot. Are you interested? She always said yes. Always said yes. Always had that initiative. And over three years, the trust and our relationship has grown to the point where I trust her with this podcast. I trust her with this podcast enough to call her my podcast producer. We, I never had a title. I never thought I'd have a podcast producer, guys. Ruth is amazing. I love her. She's probably listening to this and, and being like, Amy, stop talking. Stop, stop saying this. The best part, Ruth is in Kenya. Ruth works so hard. And I, she works so hard and she does such a great job. She does such a great job. And I don't think uh, if you asked her if, she'd, if she thought she'd be a podcast producer when she first started, she would tell you no, because she didn't know what that was, probably. I don't want to guess, but it's it's amazing, right? So I want to put that one out there. Uh, you don't know what experiences will take you. You don't know where they'll go, but you won't know where they'll go unless you take a chance on the experience, right? Once you take that chance and you follow it, who knows what can happen? You know what will happen if you don't take the chance. Nothing. But if you take the chance, the possibilities are endless for what could happen. And so learn from Ruth. Learn from Tanisha when you hear her example or look her up, whichever one you want to do. Um, amazing things have happened for both of these ladies when they took a chance and humbled themselves and made the opportunity. Okay. So want to make sure you hear that. Right. So so that's there. I keep forgetting that we have these sound effects. So let me hold on. Boom. Number six. Number six. Uh, what is six? Oh, there it is. So you guys know I have a personal motto every year. It's not new. It's not anything crazy. But every year I have one. Right. I've had make moves. I've had take a chance. Live without regret. Chase your dreams. Um, representation matters. Just be you. Right. And this year's 2019's theme was embrace your fears. Embrace your fears. And so number number six. Go with the numbers. Number six, I think, uh, is embrace your fears. You know, and it's OK to do. I, I I'm still scared of stuff. Right. But I do it anyway. That's the thing. Um, Mel Robbins has her um, five second rule. It's not five. It's like you count to five and you do it anyway. Right. And so I, I want you guys to embrace your fears in 2020. How many fear is one of the number number one or number two. It's in definitely in the top three things that hold people back and ruin people's dreams. People don't chase their dream because they're afraid. What are you afraid of? What what is holding you back? Write that down. Right? Make a list of things that are holding you back 
if it's if it's fear, fear of what? Be specific. Fear of what? Fear of not having time? There's 24 hours in a day. You should be sleeping for seven. If you have a day job, that's eight, right? So seven, eight, 15. Is that right? Yeah, seven, eight, 15. You still have uh, <laughs> nine hours to go. So time isn't a thing. Fear of what? Fear of what? Message me. If you have a fear and you can't address it, let me know. We'll work on it together. But fear should not hold you back. Fear of the unknown? Do research. Find a coach. Find lessons. Find books. There's a library that has free resources for you. Do the research. Fear of money? That you don't have any? I get that. Respect. I get that. There are free things you can do. Not every. If you wanted to start a podcast and you were afraid you just didn't have the money to do the podcast. One, my old equipment is up for sale. If you want it, I'll give it to you at a very discounted rate. But two, you don't need fancy equipment. Your phone will do it. So fear of of not having enough money to chase your dreams is legit, but can be addressed. It may not be addressed in the typical way you want it to be addressed, but there's a way. Right. There's a way. Can I borrow something from someone? People do that. You guys remember back that back in the day? Getting help from people that will help you. Right. Don't let fear stop you from chasing your dream. Get help. If you don't know how to address the fears you've listed, message me. Hit me up on social. Email me. Amy at AmyJ21.com. Whatever you got to do. Reach me. And we'll talk about it. All right. We'll figure it out because I don't want that to hold you back in 2020. Number five, be happy. Be happy. That's huge, guys. That's huge. Be happy. Life is too short for you to be anything but happy. And it's not, you're not going to be happy 24-7. Okay, let's get that out of the way. And for all the naysayers and um, pessimists out there. Agreed. You can't be happy 24-7. There are going to be downs, but there are so many ups, right? If you have to choose whether to be sad or happy, be happy. Make experiences that make you happy. Spend time with your family. Spend time with your friends. Go on adventures. Just be happy, right? That's so important. So important for you to be happy because at the end of the day, it's your life, guys. It's your life. We're going to talk about that again, but it's your life. And therefore, you need to do what makes you happy. What makes you happy, not what makes other people happy. Yeah, I said it. I'm going to say that a lot. Do what makes you happy. It's your life. All right. Oh, wait. You just I'm, I'm going to get used to this. If you have suggestions for sound effects, message me that too. Be, we'll, we'll have a good time. Look, there's even a harp. I should do that on like when we get to like the fancy sections or something, but I digress. All right. Again, number four. This tied into number six or whatever, five tied into number five. Number five was be happy. Number four, 
I should have just gone up. Number four is, um, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Society has defined that people need to be married by 40 with kids. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's probably way too high. Need to have be married by like 27 kids by 30 and retired by 65. Where does it say that guys? Where we literally do not have a book that puts that down in writing. It's in everyone's head. It's what society says. It's what your community says. It's what your culture says. And I'm going to get so much flack for this, but who cares? Who cares? Yes, there is a time limit on certain things, right? Biologically, people can't have babies after a certain point because of their body. Well, there are options. You could freeze your eggs, freeze your sperm. You could adopt. There are so many options. So timing is not a thing there. Get married by your 27. Well, I'm already past that. So I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm not just going to get married to get married. No, who does that? Don't do that. Get married when you find the right person. There is no deadline for that. As far as I know, there is no deadline on how late it can be for you to get married because there is no definition of late. Get married when you're ready, not when other people are ready. Find a job when you want. I'm going to caveat that and say, you know, be smart about it, right? Please don't be on the streets because you just refuse to find a job. That's dumb. It is, right? Um, there, there are so many things that we put things. I, I'm not going to go on vacation until I retire. Why? For what? For who are you waiting for? Where does it say you have to wait to retire? I'm sorry, I have to say this. But what if you don't make it to retirement? What if something were to happen and you wanted to walk around Rome and an accident happens and you're unable to walk? Don't you wish you had gone to Rome when you wanted to go to Rome? Why wait? Why wait, guys? Don't wait. This year, my sister, um, a good friend, Beth, and I went to London. It was amazing. We spent eight days in London, just London, and we had a phenomenal time. The food was amazing. The, co the company was great. Uh, my, I have family there. I have friends there. We had an amazing time. We saw the Harry Potter studio tour, which was fantastic. You should do it. Three months in advance, so you got to book early. But this trip almost never happened because we kept waiting. And then we were like, what are we waiting for? I have a cousin um, who started traveling a few years ago by herself and with other friends. She made friends and was traveling. And I was like, well, that's a concept. Because everyone was like, wait till you're married and then you can go all over the world. Why do I have to wait? Why do you have to wait? My job won't allow me to travel. You should be getting some, some paid time off. And you then when you have that paid time off, you need to save it and go travel. I'm just saying you don't have to wait. My business won't allow me to travel. I have to be here. There are ways around it. For your mental sanity, for your happiness, and for, for your family, if you have one, you should travel. I'm just saying, guys, you don't have to wait because someone else said you had to wait. If people said, hey, 
What are you traveling for by yourself? You're not married. You're not in a relationship. Why is that any of your business? If you want to travel, travel. Do it. Do it. I have a friend who's been traveling for like 20 years and I was like so envious. I'm like, how are you always traveling? She worked. She saved her vacation. She saved her money and she was able to travel. I am definitely not saying go broke to travel. Okay. That did not, that is not what I said. Be smart about it. But you can travel. And sometimes if you can't travel out of the country, travel around, do a staycation. Point is, you don't have to wait. What are you waiting for? What is it that waiting till you're retired and unable to be at your full capabilities, what is the point of waiting? Right? Part of me wishes I had traveled when I was in my 20s before I had uh, feet injuries that prevent me from being able to walk long periods of time. Right? So when I say all that stuff, I'm saying it from experience. Right. I, because of tendonitis in my feet, I am unable to actually walk long periods of time. So before I had that injury at like 25, I wish I had traveled a little bit. So this is the point. You don't know what life will throw at you. What is the point of waiting? There is no point. There is none. Right. So don't wait. That's that one. Boom. Number three. So I'm going to I'm going to remember this. Number three is important. Number three is your mental health. Your mental health. Um, The last two years, this has been a big topic for me. 2020, you're going to see this even more. In 2018, we raised over $1,000 for Mental Health America. In 2019, we'd raised over $2,000. I actually don't know the number off the top of my head, but we raised... We raised... we raised more than our goal. I don't think we hit 2000. We raised over, well, we raised over a thousand dollars again. I'll go with that. Cause I can't remember how much we raised, but it was significant and it was more than I expected. And it's an important topic to me. If you didn't see on my Instagram and my Facebook, I had posted um, in July, I was in a car accident in that car accident. Uh, the police officer, <laughs> cause it was multi-car, uh, said it was my fault. And I was the third car in a four car accident. And I was like, how is this my fault? The car behind me hit me, which pushed me into the other cars. It just didn't make sense. Right. So it didn't make sense to me. It didn't make sense to anyone who heard that anybody who saw the pictures to my lawyer. It just didn't make sense. And I, I knew that right in my heart, but something about that accident just stuck with me stuck with me so much that I couldn't sleep sometimes that I just got depressed whenever any mention of the accident would come back up right uh the official citations um insurance people would call and you know my family is amazing they were like don't worry about it you're alive you're okay nobody was hurt right damage the car was the most that was happening that's fine we can live with this And I knew that. I knew that in my head. I knew what they were saying. I just, for whatever reason, couldn't reconcile that with how I was feeling. It got me anxious. It got me stressed. It even got me depressed for a bit. And I knew that things were serious. And, you know, I was like, I keep talking about this mental health and I keep saying how important it is. I need to do something. It's the first time that that anything really got that bad for me. 
And so I, I was like, I'm going to use my company has a free resource um, for mental health assistance. And so I was like, I'm going to take advantage of this. There are a number of other resources that you guys can reach out to. If you have trouble finding it, you can Google, check with your work to see if they have benefits in regards to mental health. Research it. There, there are opportunities and networks. Um, and in 2020, we'll share some more. Uh, go to Mental Health America. They have free screenings available. You know, you can get help. I went and saw a psychiatrist. Uh, we talked. She helped me go get through my anxiety. She helped me talk through it. And I felt a hundred times better, guys. A hundred times better. I only wish I had seen her sooner. I, I truly do because she too did it didn't make sense to her, but she she walked through what I was feeling and why I was feeling it, why I would get anxious, and how instead of pushing away the anxiety, I needed to embrace it and acknowledge it and look at it for what it was. And but you know, we all have mental health. We all have it. The state of our mental health is our responsibility. And some of us um go through things and experiences that you know, change our, our the state of our mental health. And sometimes we need help. And sometimes we need uh, medical help, like medicine, to help control certain things, right? You heard the story from Sunil Korean, who was a guest on the show uh, a few weeks ago, two episodes ago, I think it's 210. And you've heard other people who have been on the show who have talked about their experiences with mental health. It's an important topic, regardless of your race, regardless of your gender, regardless of your religion, regardless of your personal opinions, your mental health is important and it is your responsibility to take care of it just as you would take care of your physical health. All right. So that is so important to me. And, we're, and I'm going to do a lot more work in 2020 to kind of get that word out there. So if you associate mental health with me and the importance of advocating for it, I've done my job. All right. So let this be the start of it. But know that that made the list of lessons I have learned, not just to talk the talk, guys. I walked it. I've walked the walk. All right. So I know how important it is. And if you are struggling with getting help, you know, reach out, hit me up. We'll see if we can find something together for you. But it's important. Hands down, bar none. Oh, this next one. Number two. Number two is make your own choices. I am someone who struggled with this. You know, um, just as I am hard-headed and it took a while for the lesson of getting coaching took to sink in, the lesson on making my own choices took a while to sink in. I learned the lesson at 28 um, and I learned the lesson again around 35, 33, no, 35. And it stuck at that point. Right. But I want you guys to hear this early. I want you to hear this early in your life and embrace it. Okay. This is your life. You are going to get plenty of people weighing in on the things they think you should do. As I was growing up, when I went to college, I did computer science and I love computers, but I did computer science mostly because people were telling me in my community, in my life, um, that, you know, Doctor, lawyer, engineer. Those were the coveted trifecta, if you will, of careers or opportunities because it would be stable for me, right? 
And so many people might be quick to say, yeah, your parents shouldn't put that pressure on you. Honestly, my parents didn't. My parents were more of, we want you to find something that would make you happy, but also uh, make you comfortable, right? Make sure you're safe, you're secure. And that's what a parent wants, understandably. I get it. But really, I was feeling it more from uh, the community, the Indian community, uh, and how I got a job at NASA, which was great. I, I, I enjoyed the people I work with. I was a little bored by the work, right? And people were like, you got a government job. You're locked in. This is awesome. And I just wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. But I worked there. And I love the people I worked with, guys. I just want to make that clear. NASA is a great place to work. It is. But it wasn't for me. And it was at 28 when I realized that and decided to go to law school with my sister. First decision I made that was my own. And I said, I'm going to go to law school and I want, I want to learn things just so that I know that I can handle anything things that is thrown at me. That was the intent and purpose of me going to law school. You know what's not behind that decision? What you didn't hear is an actual legal profession. Because I didn't know. I didn't. So I went to law school and what everybody said, not just in the Indian community, but everyone I ran into, you got to do patent law. Your computers, it makes sense. You will make boku bucks. Do it. That's the thing. And I was like, is it though? Is it? <sighs> but I did it. I did it. And I, I was grateful because I had a wonderful mentor who took me in during law school as a as an intern, who paid intern at that, uh, took me in after law school as a part-time associate. And it just, he was an awesome guy. Andy was fantastic. Uh, the best boss you could ask for. It just wasn't the fit for me because patent law wasn't where my passion was. It wasn't until I became a contract manager and had that opportunity brought forth to me by a friend, uh, which I am eternally grateful for to this day too, still, so no, thank you, uh, that I made my own decision number two, right? I tried things, I failed, um, but I made that decision. I loved it. And ever since then, so I was 35, I, ever since then, I've been making my own decisions and my own choices, and I've been happier for it, right? So this ties in to the other ones of be happy. This ties into the other one of, of embrace your fears, because it was scary for me to go to Philadelphia from Maryland, a place I have no idea how I would live by myself and do a job I had not been familiar with, right? Scary, embraced it, best decision ever. And I've been doing it since, making my own choices. Now, that doesn't mean you don't take the intel and advice of other people. You can still make your own choice. But what I want you to be clear about is, are you making the choice because you want to make the choice? Are you making the choice because that's what other people are saying you should do? That is the distinction you need to make. Why are you making the decisions you are making? Okay? So that... That is also a big one. We're going to talk about that more in 2020 and making your own choices. Um, so I, I need to backtrack to, I don't even remember which number it was. The one I said about how you can't do it alone to be successful. Um, it's not just coaches, mentors, and whatnot. The thing that just came to me uh, was someone who, who was doing things by themselves. Get help. Get assistance. Get other people to do the things 
you don't have to do. If you're stuck on something like, I'm the only one that can do this, something is wrong, right? And the thing I would recommend you do is write down everything that you do and find out which ones can be done by other people and which ones you have to do. Because I bet you can, you are not the only one that can do some of those things, right? So I want to make sure people understand when, when I say you can't do it alone successfully, find a coach, find a mentor, but also find help because you shouldn't be suffering and drowning when there are, are people, volunteers and friends, family, you know, who could help. So, so do that. Okay. So before I get to, I'm going to call it zero. There's a bonus one. Um, and it's, it's random acts of kindness and it's supporting your friends. It's doing something that will make someone happy without, without looking for recognition, right? There's a power in just doing things. And I'm going to talk about some things in, in general. This isn't for recognition or anything like that, but to show you, you know, how it can make someone's day. Send, send flowers to someone randomly. Reach out to your friend randomly. Say, hey, you mean a lot to me. Recognize your friends when they have milestones that happen in their life. I had a guest recently who in offhand conversation was talking about how um, she saw the Funkos in the back and she was like, yeah, you know, that's awesome. Never knew what those were, what, what they are. And was like, you know, Wonder Woman is my favorite. And I typically normally just send uh, a wrist bracelet to, to my guests. But for her, I sent a Wonder Woman Funko. Made her day. Made her day. And, you know, I didn't do it for, for any big reason. She just seemed like, you know, Wonder Woman was, hey, why not just go randomly send her a Funko of Wonder Woman, right? You don't, that not only helped her and made her day, but it makes my day to see someone else happy. And it's good for you. It's good for your mental health. Um, there was a talk, TED Talk given recently by a, a man named Sean, I think it's Achor. And he was saying that, you know, he, he has a book called The Happiness Advantage. And um, it's going to be on one of the 10 books I read in thanks to those who raised funds for uh, the my birthday fundraiser. So The Happiness Advantage by Sean Achor is going to be one of them. And one of the things he talked about in his TED Talk is doing random acts of kindness and how that helps you just as much as it helps the other person. So do random acts of kindness because I got to tell you, it works. It works. Support your friends. It doesn't always have to be buying what they have. Share their posts, share their articles, share their podcast episodes, right? You don't have to always do things uh, overtly, you know, send them a text of support, check in on your friends. All of that stuff is important. All of that stuff is great, right? Ask or ask them. You don't have to guess, what can I do to support someone? Ask them, hey, man, it's been a while. What can I do to support you? That's just as important, right? So do that. This is actually one of the longest episodes solo-wise I've done. So thank you so much for still listening. If you are, I appreciate it. Um, so I just wanted to get that that kind of bonus one out there. And then the last but not least, number zero, number one, whichever way, how you want to do it, uh, is the theme of 2020. All right. So this is something that has come after many years of figuring this out and learning and knowing I have faults, I have weaknesses, and I'm growing. 
and I am still learning and trying to do stuff, right? And the theme for 2020, which is a milestone year for me, guys, is huge. I'm very excited for it, is I am enough. That, that one is, is going to be the big theme of 2020. I am enough. And just as much as I am enough, you are enough. Who you are today is more than enough for the world. Absolutely, hands down. And then you're going to be like, hey, but you could do X. You could still do Y. You could still lose weight. You could still uh, read more books. Absolutely, hands down. This is true. But that doesn't change the fact that you are still enough for this world, for your story, for everything. When when you decide, you, not someone else, decide that you need to lose weight. If you decide you need to take more classes or get extra help, it doesn't mean you're not enough because you are enough. It means you think of yourself so highly that you want to improve on who you are. You want to improve and be the best self you can be. But don't get that twisted with you not being enough because you are enough. I am enough. 2020 is going to be an amazing year. I am stoked for it. I have no idea what's ahead. That's even more exciting. But I don't want to get it twisted because who I am today, how I live my life is great. It's, It's enough for me. It may not be the lifestyle of other people. It may not be your lifestyle, but it works for me. Your lifestyle works for you. And if it doesn't, make the changes you need. But know that the changes you need to make are for you. But regardless of that, you are enough. All right. So I'm going to have a new sign off as a reminder for all my listeners. And I I just want to I'll, I'll, I'll have it in a second, but you guys can find all the notes, the these top 10 plus one things on the show notes page. All these lessons that I'm sharing at amyj21.com slash episode 212. That's episode 212. All right. So remember, guys, you are awesome. You are loved. You are needed. And most importantly, you are enough. Guys, I can't believe I forgot to say this, but happy holidays again. Have an amazing rest of your 2019. And when 2020 comes, I know you're going to kick butt and have an amazing year. And if you need any help, always reach out, all right? Through social, through DM, through email, whatever you got to do, reach out. If I can help, know that I will, all right? And until next time, guys, remember, don't stop. Keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing.